Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good Wednesday afternoon and welcome into Grant and Danny. January 31st, 2024. Next stop, February. We'll talk to Marty Morningwig, former coach in the NFL at 3 o'clock, looking ahead to Super Bowl 58. Also, Mark Schlereth stops by at 6. We will get his thoughts on the big game. And we're giving away Wizards tickets. You can win those at 3 and at 6 in one hour and in four hours, a part of this four-and-a-half-hour marathon. Daniel, how are you? Not great, Bob. Not great. I have three candidates that I wanted to be the head coach of the Washington Local 53. One they've never talked to. Nobody has, by the way. I don't get it. The other two are taking jobs elsewhere or staying at their job, respectively. Cool. The air is out of the balloon, my friend. Yeah, Mike McDonald to Seattle's official, according to Adam Schefter, that is happening. McDonald got a six-year contract from the Seahawks, which makes me wonder. I happen to believe, and maybe we just need to recalibrate, were we wrong about the Washington job being as good as we thought it was? Because if you stack Washington's job up next to Seattle's gig, I would say the commander's job is definitively better. You've got the possibility of your franchise quarterback at number two, which isn't even to speak to the draft capital this year and all of the free agency money that you have to throw around the most money in the league this offseason. Pretty good, sweet package you can put together to lure in a head coach. But by the sixth year being given to Mike McDonald from Seattle, it makes me wonder, is Washington not willing to go six years with McDonald, so you lose out on him. You know, were they not willing to pay Ben Johnson the money he wanted? We saw Jim Harbaugh got $16 million from the Chargers. Now, that's second contract money, and in his case, he had a first contract and went to a Super Bowl and had a lot of success. So maybe him and his agent negotiated from, this is a second contract I already proved in the NFL that I was really good. Maybe that's how he's going to go about it. The Panthers gave Dave Canales a sixth year. They might have had to, I think, as a loser tax because nobody wants to work with David Tepper. But I guess my point is coaches are winning the negotiations with teams. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the one negotiation from afar that maybe the team won, so to speak, was Washington telling Ben Johnson they weren't going to pay him what he wanted, and so he stayed in Detroit. But here's where I'm at on the Mike McDonald to Seattle thing. It's hard for me to believe that after... Ben Johnson stays put in Detroit. McDonald wouldn't have become the front runner as the 36-year-old hotshot defensive coordinator with Baltimore, who was a favorite for both the Seattle and the Washington jobs. Both teams like him. The fact that he goes to the Seahawks today and gets on that plane and flies out there and it's a done deal while he's still in, in the air, basically, it makes me feel even more confident that they thought they were getting Johnson He rebuffed them, they scrambled, and now they were a little late to the game on McDonald. That is still my working theory, and I'm more confident in it now than I was 24 hours ago. That's how it feels. That's how it feels. If you were prioritizing somebody, 
like let's say for the sake of argument that some of these cover your butt type uh, leakouts or, or whatever that no, I mean, it wasn't always going to be Johnson. No, no, no. We had an open search and it was anybody. If you had your your sonar, your radar, whatever, locked in on one candidate, and let's say it was Mike McDonald, you would have you would have tried to make more moves quickly. You know what I mean? Like you now you it's not a thanks for coming by. Enjoy your trip to Seattle. We'll talk after. It's a let's start getting down to the table. Here's your offer. Here's here's the contract. Who's your staff? Let's start calling these folks. Right? You wouldn't have let it get to that point. So they had their hearts set elsewhere. I mean, just it fits. I don't care what gets said. I mean, I'd love to know the reporting on it. I'd love to really get you know deep down and have everybody with with some truth serum to tell me exactly how it happened. But that's how it looks certainly. And whether it is or isn't, that's how it appears. So now. You've got, quite frankly, and it may ter- it may be moot. It, we may be laughing about this in two, three, four, five years, whatever, when everything works great. It might also be bad. Who knows? The point is there's, there's no certainty right now. But right now, this minute, you've got three candidates that they've interviewed that aren't generating much excitement. That That's where we are. Well, and this could be wrong, okay? I'm, I'm willing to tell you that this is just the perception and the theory. It doesn't mean it's fact. But this is very clear now. The perception nationally is that nobody's wanting this job. Nobody's taking this job, that they will have to settle on their third or their fourth option, basically. That is now the perception where everyone's going, well, huh, maybe the number two overall pick and picking three times in the top 40 and having the upwards of $80 million in cap space to spend, maybe that wasn't as big of a deal for them to get who they wanted as we thought. This is not being perceived as, they're just going about this process methodically and thoroughly, and they're going to land on the guy that they wanted all along. How could you possibly view it that way right now? When you see Ben Johnson staying put, Mike McDonald going to Seattle, heck, seven teams have hired coaches, including all of the teams that fired coaches after Washington. And I would even point out that the commanders knew they were firing their coach for months before they actually did. And they're the only team that hasn't made a hire yet. Unless you were hiring a coach who is coaching in the Super Bowl, that's a little bit telling. It, it, they said rapid but thorough. This hasn't been that rapid, I will say. I, compared to everyone else, it's the slowest. Now, the GM search maybe was what they referenced as rapid but thorough. That certainly was. But it also hasn't been that thorough if we're going to you know, call a spade a spade. The Falcons interviewed 15 coaches. The Seahawks interviewed the least of, of the rest of the teams with nine. The Titans, 11. The Chargers, 15. The Panthers, 13. You know, Washington had eight. I I still, the the part that sticks in my craw is the lack of offensive assistance that they interviewed, only outside of the building, Slowick and Ben Johnson. So when you were rebuffed by Johnson, you might have been too late going back to Slowick. Who knows? Or maybe they just interviewed him and they didn't think he was ready. Perfectly reasonable. But if you look at offensive coaches interviewed, six by the Falcons, six by the Panthers, six by the Chargers, four by Seattle, seven by the Titans. You think they wanted to go in a different direction after the Vrabel experience? Two offensive coaches outside the building by Washington. So, look, we don't know what actually happened, how it all played out. They're going to say something different, obviously, and maybe they're telling the truth when they sit here and say, we weren't going for Ben Johnson. He didn't tell us no. We weren't going for Mike McDonald. He didn't choose somebody else, or we weren't too late to him because Ben surprised us. But when they make the announcement, whether it's in 30 minutes when we find out with the Schefter tweet, because the only person being fed anything it seems like is Shefty, or tomorrow or tonight or whenever it is, it's starting to look like 
this is going to be one of those hires where there's no excitement initially, which is fine. There doesn't have to be. But you're going to have to prove that you were right. I mean, there's just not yep. going to be – no one's throwing a parade. No one's bringing balloons to the press conference. You know, yesterday I posted a poll just for the record. 7,000 Commanders fans voted in it. That's not a small number, right? And Mike McDonald, 71% of them said he's the guy they wanted after Ben Johnson stayed in Detroit. The other 19%, next biggest number, was Bobby Slowick, who by the end of our show had decided – we found out he was staying in Houston. Also gone? Now, I happen to believe that he wouldn't have stayed in Houston – if the commanders were offering him the job, that one to me feels like he wasn't getting jobs, but I digress. That's 90% of the people that responded. These are fans of this team that wanted one of the two guys that now are no longer gone after Ben Johnson, the favorite of the fan base, went away. So you got 7% of people that said Dan Quinn or 2% that said Aaron Glenn or you know a couple of percent that said Anthony Weaver. The point being... You don't have to win the, the court of public opinion. That's not the job of a hire, obviously. But this is going to be a hire that initially looks like they settled. How else could could it be viewed? I mean, don't you think when we're sitting there watching the press conference with Glenn or Weaver or Quinn, I saw Ben Standig, who's in uh, Mobile, covering the Senior Bowl, uh, covers the team for the Athletic. He said, he tweeted something, but his suggestion was, when this process started, Dan Quinn was number two or number three among all the coaches in terms of, like, best candidates. I don't know what list that's referencing or who said that. I don't believe that. <laughs> you know, like, if we're lining up every coach that was available, we're saying Dan Quinn was the second or third best option. Why have seven hirings happened and he wasn't one of them? He's been available to sign with teams for weeks. If Quinn was your guy, it wouldn't have looked like this. That is a great point. You see what I'm, I, Why are you going back to Detroit? There's Why are you no flying? Yeah, way so around that. Now, you want to do your due diligence and, and talk to as many people as possible. I, I understand that. But I, I just I don't know how to say it differently. Would you? Here's, here's all I'll ask this. If Dan Quinn was your guy, would you have found some time to interview him last week for the second time rather than waiting till Monday? If Dan Quinn was your guy, would you have interviewed him the second time, left that meeting and said, let's fly to Detroit to talk to Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn? If he was your guy, he's your guy. Look at the Seattle situation. Mm -hmm. They interviewed Mike McDonald yesterday, not even in person. Well, I guess not even in Seattle, I should say. I'm assuming it could have been in person, but I think it was even a Zoom call, whatever. That was the first interview they did with him yesterday. And by today, this morning, before he'd even landed in Seattle, he was their head coach on a six-year deal. That's what it looks like when you are smitten. That's what it looks like when you've got a guy. If Dan Quinn was your guy, he'd have been hired. I, like, I don't know how to say that better than that. There are now it's seven, but there were six teams before who didn't want to wait around and do and do the dance. Now, again, I, I happen to believe the NFL's rules on this are stupid because uh, you get what's happened here. There can always be somebody where you're waiting around for a candidate that's, you know, hampered because his team's successful. I, I, I've always found that to be stupid. I think there should be no hirings till after the Super Bowl. And we could all have a, a, a piranha-style feeding frenzy over every candidate. But that's a, another rule discussion for another time. The fact is, they were clearly waiting around for McDonald, Johnson, Glenn, uh, Anthony Weaver, et cetera, because these are successful coaches with successful programs that were vying for Super Bowl opportunities, right? So that was what was clear. They that, That's where their priorities were. And that's not a crazy thing to want, by the way. It's not a crazy thing to try to do. But the fact is, now that you missed on one, I don't necessarily blame them for in, in in Johnson, just my personal view, but more information could come to light in that regard. But the two sexiest candidates are now specifically not coming here, 
And if you end up back in the Dan Quinn bucket, if you were excited about Dan Quinn, it would have would happened a couple of weeks ago. You see, we don't need it. We don't need anything else. We'll, we'll do a Zoom interview with a couple different guys to find some stuff out. But we're not going to wait around while every other team with openings starts hiring people and building out their staffs. We would if you if you want Dan Quinn, you hire Dan Quinn and let him get going. Let him start making all the phone calls and all the texts and have his agent reach out to to get your OC, to get your quarterback coach, to get all the different positions filled using the connections. You're now sitting there waiting in the lurch. I don't think this is as bad as it feels and looks right now. I say that as someone who was obviously very frustrated. I don't like how this has played out. I think that this process has been flawed. That said, while I can pick gripes with how many offensive assistants you interviewed, bad plan from the start, uh, the fact that it didn't end with Ben Johnson, and maybe it just was as simple as, you know, they were planning on hiring him and offering him the job, and he pulled out, what else can you do? No harm, no foul. It's not their fault. But it's probably not as bad as it looks right now. I mean, the optics are terrible. They're getting beaten up today. Have mm-hmm. you seen this everywhere? Yeah. Nobody wants the commander's job. Ha ha, the commanders are left holding the bag. You know, everyone sat down in a seat and the music stopped and the commander's seat is still vacant as if they're not going to hire anyone. Number one, the hiring is still coming. Number two, it's going to be a qualified head coaching candidate. Whether that's Aaron Glenn, you're trying to tap into the D'Amico Ryan's vein of the recent former player and the leader of men. Weaver, same kind of deal as the Cologne of the Baltimore program, having been exceptional over the years. I mean, these are qualified men. These are guys who might be great NFL head coaches. Dan Quinn, as much as I have uh, poked at that potential, And as much as it's not exciting to me, because I do think it's a lot like the Ron Rivera hire, and we're just going back through that process again. Dan Quinn is a credible, reasonable NFL coaching hire. He had one shot. He coached in a Super Bowl. I happen to believe that when he lost his offensive coordinator, things spiraled out of control. But if he makes a great OC hire this time again, and has a pipeline where when that guy leaves, the next guy that replaces him doesn't allow everything to fall off, maybe it can work. It just never really as bad as it seems. But right now, the perception, I hate the word optics, they get overused, but like the look of this thing from the outside in is really bad. Am I wrong about that? No, there's no way around that. Do you agree, though, that the reality is probably not equal to that? I mean, the reality is, let's just say Hmm. they hire, your worst case scenario is Dan Quinn also. Yeah. Let's just say we find out later today they're hiring Dan Quinn. You have no Dan Snyder with an ownership group that we think has an idea of what they're doing largely. A new general manager who's able to pick players and do it at a high level. We don't like what they did at head coach, but if you hit on the quarterback at number two, who cares, right? I mean, if the quarterback's exceptional, Mm. if Drake May is Justin Herbert, so what if it's Dan Quinn? You know, if I'm not saying that I wouldn't still prefer the other thing. No, I know what you mean. But if Jaden Daniels is Lamar Jackson, okay, then then it's Anthony Weaver or it's Dan Quinn, whatever. My point is, you still got a GM that gives you a chance. You're still picking a quarterback at two to reboot this thing, and if you hit on that, that's probably the most important thing anyway. The reality is probably not as bad as right now the perception and how we feel, which I am. I'm crestfallen. I think this looks horrendous. To me, we'll spin this thing. Hopefully, I'm wrong. I I think they wanted a guy that said no to them. Now they're scrambling. The next guy they wanted went to Seattle. But who knows? To their credit, 
and maybe as it's worked out, maybe their fault. They have been so tight-lipped here. Mm-hmm. Nobody seems to know anything. Yeah. So the beat reporters were, were saying, oh, it's going to be Ben Johnson. Now they, to their credit, said it's not a lock. They started saying that within the last few days. But everybody said, likely Ben Johnson, likely Ben Johnson. So it kind of sets us uh, an expectation. But everyone's been unplugged. They're, mm-hmm. they're not letting anybody in. So then you scramble to the next. Well, it's probably Mike McDonald. Then it's not him. So that's, the, the I guess, the downside of what I think is largely a good thing which is that there have been really no leaks until Schefter gets news. Right. So so big picture, if you're asking me, is, is this as bad as the perception right now? Here's where I come from on this. Obviously, we're over the threshold of it's not Dan Snyder. There's no lawsuits. There's no harassment. There's no, you know, tyrannical bullying. It's just reasonable football behavior. Here's how it looks right now to me. They're not quite as smart as they think they are. That's what it looks like. Well, is that true or not? We'll, we'll see. Time will tell. Wins will pi- pile up or they won't. But they're not quite as bright as they think they happen to be. Who, who's they? This is the Harris Ownership Group, and then by extension now, so Peters and Company. You that's that's the perception right now. Are, do you feel that way? I'm now asking questions. Okay. Whereas a week ago, I'm, I, I had so no questions. I'm gonna wait until it doesn't work to feel that way. If that makes sense, but I, 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 I'm not, I don't feel that way yet. But I'm asking a question. I'm not. I'm not critiquing you. What right. I'm I'm just giving my thought on this. Yeah. Workshopping this. I can disagree with how they're doing it. And not think less of them. Does that make sense? Totally. Like, I see people, this is such a weird thing on social media with, like, these Commanders fans who are like, you guys loved this group a week ago, and now you're upset. Yeah, that's how it works, man. Like, people expected one thing or wanted one thing. I can respect my parents and know that what they want is right and be pissed off when they don't want me to go out, right? Or a different example would be, I can love my wife, and she wants to eat Mexican food. I hate Mexican food. I want to eat five guys. Like, I disagree with them on this. The best thing for them is to go get an offensive-minded head coach. They're smarter than me. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, and let's see where it goes. Did that with Ron Rivera for a few years. It didn't work out great. Hopefully this goes differently. But I don't know, man. I just I am hoping that while it looks terrible, the reality isn't what we perceive. I hope the reality was they were just ultra-methodical and slow in this process, that they really, in ways that you and I don't believe, mm-hmm. that they were like, you know, Anthony Weaver would be a hell of a coach. If we get him or Ben Johnson, we'll be happy. You know, Aaron Glenn could be awesome. And they're playing this process out and that they didn't lose Ben Johnson. It's just that he made a decision, but he wasn't our guy anyway. They didn't lose out on McDonald over a 60 year or yeah, something. For example, we'd rather have Aaron Glenn at five years and more reasonable money than than be tied to McDonald or something exactly. like that. Who knows? And, and that, but- their coach that they hire, which everyone is going to butt heads with them over, could end up being the next great coach in the league. Of course. So I'll wait until a few years from now, potentially, when they're back in the coaching cycle, if that's the case, to say, hey, over here, call on me. Can we do the right thing now? You guys had your chance to do the leader of men feel thing, who impressed us in the meeting. Now can we look at all the data and the information and include Eugene Shen in this thing and say, hey, what works as a head coach and, <laughs> and figure it out that way? Well, I mean, for me, again, I'll go back to the the, the perception. I'm, I'm st- big picture again. It's so much better than Snyder. That's not that's not the threshold anymore. We're doing regular football stuff here. When I hear that it's likely the Martin Mayhew and company are staying beyond just the draft and the normal calendar. So that was a development today. Martin Mayhew will stay with the organization. He's at the Senior Bowl. And while I haven't been able to confirm this, Nikki Javala has said that Marty Herney is going to stay as well. Yeah. So that means the full Marty party continues. Oh my God! Is my response to that, and it's probably unfair. And, and, and that, let me rephrase that. It's unfair. I'm sure it is. I have a visceral 
reaction to that. I needed, if you were up there nodding your head and agreeing with Ron Rivera, to get the hell out of here. I, I don't care who you're friends with. I'll, I'll, I'll book a, help, help a travel agent book your travel. Take an Amtrak, see the country. Here's Kick your feet up, have a margarita. I can't have that. I can't. I care more about that than anything else that's going on right now. But I know we're talking about the, the coaching part because this is all news. But good heavens. So now I'm kind of going, are, 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 we, are we doing the same old thing? Is it just a couple of a couple of buddies hanging out, getting a group back together? Now the Carolina group nowhere near successful as the San Francisco group, but I'm going. That's why I'm. What being are we doing here? Okay, my problem. Everyone does the "Do I know you? Are you my buddy? You get a job" thing. So my fear was there'd be a lot more front office kept than people expected. I did not think Marty Herney would stay, for the record, because he doesn't have any ties to Adam Peters. But when it was Peters, I thought Stokes came from San Francisco, Mayhew came from San Francisco. I thought both of those guys might stay in some capacity. I don't know Stokes at all. I don't really even know enough about his responsibilities to really have a strong opinion on him. Mayhew, I've seen enough of the videos and the clips from draft day that the team puts out where he's whispering to Rivera about how they got to get Emmanuel Forbes and what happens if we can't get Forbes and I'll never sleep again if we can't get Forbes. That I have my reservations. I also know he was the GM of a Lions team that was built and then went zero and 100 and wouldn't have gotten another GM job again had it not been here. But I would say this to you and everyone else who's, like, flipping out over that. He's not going to be the GM. He's just going to be in the room. Does he need to be fired? I don't think he necessarily needs to be fired. Uh, He needs to have a uh, lot less say. Like, it is clear to anyone who's been here for the last few years that that group couldn't do it. They couldn't sign players. They couldn't draft players. And I agree that the more of them that are gone and the more new people here, the better. But if you come in and for a year where they already – have some idea of how people in the building feel about the draft and whatnot. You keep them around for a year and in different capacities with less power. I'm not going to go crazy over that. I am, and I appreciate you not, but this is why, like, all the patience. Look how patient we are. We're the most patient guys. Jettison, all of them. They should have all been gone during the season. Rivera, the Martys, Marty, 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 and Marty. None of them are, are good. Fire everyone immediately. Power wash this whole place of all the bad. That was bad. That's in a category. Good, bad. They're in the bad category. Go away forever. Now we can't we can't get uh, the, the coaches we want. And I'm going, wait a minute. Are, are, is this group not particularly special? Again, they're not harassing people. There are no lawsuits. They're not going to have their lawyers issue terrible statements at people and, and be super annoying and awful and be the laughing stock of the league. But in terms of, are, is the acumen really there? I don't know anymore. I hope so. Decisions will be made. Good, bad, and different football games you won or lost. We'll see what happens in the draft. There's a there, no no one slamming a gavel. I'm saying I went from I'm in euphoria to uh, are we sure? I think everyone has gone from euphoria to what in the bleeps going on yeah. over there. I think it's a little early to jump to the lily pad of are they not special? Are they not good at this? I, I think you got to even with the decisions that they make, kind of see how they play out. Totally, but they're doing a lot of things differently than how people wanted them done. And specifically, they're doing a lot of things I could just speak for myself differently than how I would have done them. We get paid to have an opinion. Someone's like, are you the GM? No, just a guy on the radio that is told to talk about the football team every day. So I'm giving you my opinion. We'll see how it plays out. But guess what? In the meantime, we're here for four and a half hours every day. We got to chop it up and figure out what we think. Here's my question. Is the reality of this head coaching search as bad as it looks right now? That's what I want to know. It looks like this has been a mess. Do you think that is the reality or is the perception worse than what is actually happening? 800-636-1067 on Grant and Danny.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. To Seattle, he'll be the head coach of the Seahawks. And then there was one, as in one team that didn't hire a head coach yet. Chargers, Jim Harbaugh. Falcons, Raheem Morris. Panthers, Dave Canales. Patriots, Gerard Mayo. Raiders, Antonio Pierce. Seahawks, Mike McDonald. Titans, Brian Callahan. And then you got the Commanders. The perception today around the country as they're getting beat up as their brass heads to the Senior Bowl, is that this search has gone badly. That they wanted a guy they didn't get, scrambled. The next guy they really liked, they're not getting. And now they're going to have to settle with whoever they have a press conference with, ultimately. Maybe that's not reality. We don't know. That, that is the perception from the outside in. But what we're asking you is, do you think this search has gone as badly as it looks like it has? Or is this more ado than is necessary. I'm not going to say much ado about nothing because there's something here, clearly. But but is more being made out of this than is necessary because none of these guys were slam dunks. They'll still get a qualified coach. They're all crapshoots anyway. So what's really the difference? Please hit on the quarterback at two. I think it's as bad as it looks. Now, does, it does, it's not a death knell. It's not a, it's not a doomsday thing. It doesn't mean that you're, you're not going to play your 17 games this coming season. You, you still go forward with the business of football, but it did not go according to plan. There is no way that anybody with a rational brain that who could look and examine the information that we have as as parses it is at times here could say yeah this went how they thought it would go and that in and of itself tells you something that's a story you can recover from it you can move forward you can rebound you can still do some good things here this offseason but there's no way to look at this process in my opinion and go yeah this is all gone how they thought it would go or this is gone according to plan or this is gone right for them quote unquote the phone number, if you want to join us, is 800-636-1067. I think our perception on the outside is worse than the reality. And this is coming from someone who's still heartbroken. But 
it's not that big of a deal if they end up settling on a guy they didn't like if Adam Peters is an ex- excellent general manager and if the quarterback they drafted to is really good. Because if you have an owner who gives you a chance with a good GM and a good quarterback, they're going to be a really good football team. It's not like if you go get Anthony Weaver, he's going to be terrible at giving a speech and rallying the troops. Anthony Weaver is not going to be your DC. He's not going to be your OC. So the next hirings are more important, frankly. I'd say the same thing about uh, Aaron Glenn, probably. Perhaps he'll call the defense. I think he would probably have to hire a defensive coordinator, and then he would be the young former player to motivate the boys. Although D'Amico Ryans is pretty influential, I think, in calling Mm -hmm. defenses for Houston. Part of my gripe, though, with how long this has played out, the assistants are getting snapped up left and right on these other staffs that are getting filled out. And so if we're talking about getting a great OC or a really good DC, that is a picked over aisle right now. It's like going to the candy store an hour before trick or treat time. You know, you're, you're walking down that aisle at Walmart right before you go home to pass out candy. All the stuff you wanted isn't going to be there. I don't love that. I'll put that in the pile with how on earth did you only interview two out of the eight guys, two candidates outside of your own building that call plays on offense. Let's go to the phone. Shane's in Oxon Hill. Shane is the reality as bad as the perception. Oh, yeah. I believe the reality is definitely bad. <clears throat> Coming from the fan perspective, I believe that, um, you know, we all kind of knew that this was Ron Rivera's last year. And it's like we should have had an uptick on, the, you know, who the next coach was going to be. How you don't have a second candidate or at least a – second favorite guy to hire already once Ben Johnson spurns you and they might already have that I don't understand what's the hold up but I just want to go with how Danny says this Marty party where guys have shown that they are not even successful we are interviewing these guys Aaron Glenn doesn't run a successful defense in Detroit I don't understand the point in hiring him okay uh, uh these guys that we just retread guys I don't understand this logic man like you know what I'm saying and and yeah. what is the point of bringing a guy like Marty back like, literally, bro. He's 0-16. Which Marty? There's two of them. There's so many Martys. It's hard Marty to say. Marty 1, Marty 2, And Marty neither three. have been successful. I am a little bit happy that we get to say Marty party. Not as much as I would be happy if they cleaned house in the front office and mm-hmm. had a really successful group that drafts efficiently. But uh, the, the, I didn't want to leave Marty party in the rear view. We're already losing a lot of content from mm-hmm. the last regime. Yeah. I hear you. I would love to be able to refer to the Marty party in the past tense. Like, okay. remember that? Remember the how stupid the Marty party was? Like, remember the fact that they had those guys just agreeing with Ron Rivera incorrectly for four years in a row? And then they kept him on for so many more years. Yay. When I saw that Harbaugh got 16 mil and that McDonald got the sixth year, the coaches are winning these negotiations, it feels like. Right? I wonder if the commanders are winning their negotiations. And that's why they're the one team that hasn't found a dance partner yet. Kevin's in Arlington. Hello, Kevin. How are you? Hey, guys. Yeah, Grant, you're so kind. It's worse than it looks. Let, let me point out a couple things. The Vrabel question, once and for all, there's a brilliant piece in The Athletic that lays out the feud between Vrabel and Ron Carthon. Ron Carthon. Carthon is one of Peters' closest buds from San Francisco. The, the GM and the head coach have to work seamlessly. That did not happen in Tennessee between his friend Carthan and 
Vrabel. That's why Vrabel's not getting an interview. It's as simple as that, mm-hmm. and that'll come out. Okay? Now, there were three superstar potential coaches in this cycle. They were Harbaugh, they were Johnson, and they were McDonald. We're not getting any of them. The next time Dan Quinn stops Matt LaFleur's running game will be the first time. And yet, everything is pointing to retread Dan Quinn, except he's not the uh, baby boomer Ron Rivera is. He's the Gen Xer, as somebody said on another show. But if you look at their winning percentages, if you look at their one loss in the Super Bowl, if you look at them getting schooled by top OCs again and again, why is Quinn being considered? So I'm just, I don't well, know. Let and me answer that, I, Kevin, for you, though. I'm, I'm apoplectic. One more I, I hear I'm you, bro. I, I hear your frustration. Thanks, Kevin. And I agree with it in a lot of ways. The answer to your Quinn question is the same as the answer to Shane asking, why are you they considering Aaron Glenn look at his defenses? And the answer is, quote-unquote, leader of men. Mm-hmm. They, that's what they want. Yeah, Peters said it in his press conference. It's very clear that's important. Now, I believe that they thought Ben Johnson could be a leader of men and an offensive savant. You can do both. That's probably why he was their top guy, in my opinion. But they'll tell you for what it's worth. Like, that's my opinion that he was their top guy. I don't think they would say that. I think they would say, and I'm basing this on what Schefter and and folks have said, that they didn't have a guy. They they didn't go into this with a guy, which is also peculiar in a lot of ways to me. Uh, But it's clear they had their ducks in a row to go get Peters, and they made it happen very quickly. I think they were way more wide open in how they've handled the coaching search, and now... Seven guys have been hired, and they're the last team to do it. Do you think that this is as bad as it looks? Because the team's getting beat up today, and maybe that's an overreaction, and they're still going to get a viable, legitimate coach when they make the hiring. Grant and Danny on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Ron Rivera was fired on January 8th. That was 23 days ago. The commanders are still working to hire their next head coach, although presumably their interviews are done. I thought maybe they'd open this thing back up, but Adam Peters is supposedly either in Mobile now or on his way to the Senior Bowl today with Martin Mayhew and other members of the staff. They reportedly are going to be staying. Mayhew, Herney, and some of the other guys that were in the front office under Rivera, at least initially. So even more good news coming out of Ashburn. The, the, question, the question we're asking. Catch the excitement. I had a funny text from my guy. I got a buddy who uh, he's been all in, like the rest of us, right? Everyone's so excited about a new beginning and a fresh coat of paint. Let's, let's start this thing over. New GM, new head coach, new quarterback. They still have all that. But... When he found out the McDonald news at work, he said, oh, my God. Welp, the excitement for Washington football lasted four weeks. Trade back and draft a guard. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. Like, give me Dan Quinn and, and let's beef up the interior of the offensive line. From the same guys that were like, Jamin Davis is cool. From the team that brought you. No. Like, From what the are we front doing? office <laughs> that didn't take Chris Olave or Kyle Hamilton. Brings to you the number two overall pick. Uh, is it as bad as it feels right now? It feels bad. I am going to say it's it's just not as bad as you think. All their roles are going to be diminished. Peters is going to be the grown-up. He's the talent evaluator. He'll have the final say. He'll bring in his own guys. The front office is going to be restructured in a way that is healthy and successful. And from a coaching standpoint, while I don't think they picked the right guy, is there even a right guy yet? I like the idea of Ben Johnson. I think you should go with an offensive-minded coach. There's different ways to do this. They're going a different way. They should get the opportunity to try their thing. And when it doesn't work, we can loudly say, told you so, and they can try again. But maybe three years from now, Aaron Glenn's coach in the Washington, whatever the hell they're called at that point, in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I think two things can be true. One, it can go up from here. Things can get better. But there needs to go up from here. This is bad. This did not go the way they thought it would go. They got outsmarted, outflanked, whatever you want to call it. I am pre-annoyed by everyone telling me they got their guy. You know what I mean? Like, here's what I would advise the commanders not to do. Teams love doing this. Like, I think the Chargers did it with Harbaugh. Which, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Yeah, yeah, like, we got him with the picture of Dan Quinn with his freshly shaved You certainly goatee. did. Like, good for you. <laughs> you did get him. As the kids like to say, that it's not the flex <laughs> that you think it is, man. He was still available after everyone made their hires, <laughs> right. and we got him. The seven teams had hired coaches. Only we were left to hire someone, and Dan still needed a job. They all passed like Eric Bieniemy on first, second, and third down, and we got him. Let's go to Gino in Silver Spring. Gino, is this as bad as it looks? Hey, fellas. Um, I think it's worse, and I think the Harris ownership group is benefiting from the new ownership dynamic. We learned two things in hindsight now. One is this is the first time they've made an evaluation. They completely missed on 
uh, Slowick and Johnson. Clearly, neither one of them was actually ready. And the only other offensive guy they interviewed was Biennemi, who's overcooked. And then when you look at the lack of offensive assistance that they interviewed, which, Grant, you pointed out earlier, it's terrible. But we can't underestimate the downline ramifications. I mean, are we going to be left with Dan Quinn and Eric Biennemi? Who are we entrusting this number two quarterback to? So um, it's really, really concerning. Well, Quinn has been able – Gino, it's a great phone call. Thank you. Quinn has been able successfully in his career to lure OCs. He got Kyle Shanahan. He got Steve Sarkeesian, who's now running Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, he has landed some big-time coordinators. The problem for him was when Kyle left, it all went downhill. Each time someone would leave, it would get worse. And next thing you know, you go 7-9, 7-9, 0-5 because the offense is carrying it because I think he had one top-10 defense in all of his years as the head coach in Atlanta. But the idea that the ownership group's benefiting from being new and not Dan Snyder, a 1,000% true. I can tell you right now, if this was Dan Snyder, I would be eviscerating this for four and a half hours angrily into a megaphone. I'm giving the benefit of the doubt that maybe Adam Peters and this group are right, that maybe they're onto something, that this recent trend of basically the sample of a couple of guys, but the recent former player, leader of men, will go away from the offensive savant thing. I'm giving them a try. But it's 1,000% because I like them. Yeah. It's one, I'm readily admitting it's because they're not Dan. It's because the Harris ownership group is new. And it's because I want this to work. But yes, if you're asking me, what would I be doing if this was Dan Snyder running this search? Oh, man. This show would sound so different. I mean, we, this would just be slings and arrows all day long. I'd have lost my voice already. But I think they deserve that. You know, until they screw something up. They've done one thing. They landed Adam Peters. That's what a lot of people wanted. It seems like a really good move. They're not even done with the second thing yet. We're mad at how it's going, but I guess they could still shock us. Maybe they'll trade for Kyle Shanahan after the Super Bowl. That would be fun. Although I'm sure somehow people would be bothered by that. I know. I can't believe they did that. Maybe that's what they've got up their sleeves. Someone start that rumor. There's some aggregator somewhere, I'm sure, on Twitter that's going. Sounds like people are saying the commanders could trade for Kyle Shanahan. People are speculating. Grant and Danny on the fan, top of the hour, former coach, looking at the Super Bowl 58, Marty Morningwig. We booked him because uh, he was in the building with the Ravens with Mike McDonald. So we booked him yesterday to talk about Mike McDonald. So uh, we'll ask him about the Seahawks' new coach. Cool. Next on Grant and Danny. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.